Okay, anything else for Tagia-sama? Yeah, my jaw always starts thinking of A1. Just because I like the steak sauce. I've always had really shitty steak with A1 steak sauce. And the amount of chew you need for that <laughs> is pretty fucking, like, admirable. Do you like A1 steak sauce? Uh... N- no, because it just reminds me of how much my jaws can hurt. <laughs> oh, okay. I like Worcestershire sauce better. Same thing, pretty much. No, it's not. Eh, same thing. Oh, no, God. it's not. <laughs> like ketchup, you know? It's ketchup, A1, Worcestershire. <laughs> Whoa. Mix all three. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, A1... Never mind. I'm not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> my brain hurt. Oh. Okay, guys, time for another episode of We Power Hour. Let's make sure that we put on a good show and uh, pretend like we actually know what anime we're watching. Yeah, shut up. Get out of the way. You're in my spot. <laughs> I'm riding a bull into the room. Kiss Garrigan! What did I tell you about riding the fucking bull in here? Just trying to be professional for once, goddamn, that's why we don't have views! You can't tell me what to do. I'm glad I don't have to act no more. Oh, God. Why? Why me so tight to chair for four weeks in a row? Maybe get off the table. You need to sit down no- normally like a human. No! No! Oh my god, shut up. I don't think I can take another two weeks with you guys. Can we no, just- No, no, please! Please, just get, stick- One a, more episode! Just stick cringe, around for one more episode, please! Cringe! And we Peter. can just pretend like we're friends for just a little bit, then we can go our separate ways, goddammit! Peter, grab us our drinks, please. Yes, okay. Uh, mocha frappuccino, double pump. Got it. <laughs> don't get me coffee, I fucking hate coffee! Alright, alright, one cup of cum, alright? Perfect. Just the way I like it. Extra froth. Extra froth. Okay. I think we're about ready. Peter, hit the record button. And, uh, act professional, goddammit. <coughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Wii Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. That's right. That's right. We're going to do a suave voice for the rest of this episode. What do you mean? This is how we normally talk. Yeah! Welcome back, guys. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, we are fast approaching a hundred episodes of the We Power Hour. We're already on episode ninety. Can't believe we're almost two years uh, of doing doing this podcast. It's uh, it's pretty wild when, and surreal when you look back into the beginnings and how shitty that was, and still mm. shitty to this day. <laughs> oh, but it was so much shittier. Yeah, uh, I am your host for this week, Peter, and uh, with me are my Weeby co- uh, co-hosts, starting from the far left, Avery. Hello. How's it going? Uh, the man in the middle, Lance. Hi. <coughs> Hi. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the only number one of this group uh, on my left, Plinchy. Hello. I'm Plinchy. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's that's what the really host. <laughs> yeah. Nope. All about the same. Um, uh, like I said, this is episode 90, and we're filming this on June 20th, 
2022. Uh, we are fast approaching the end of the spring season, so there is a lot to discuss uh, with the end of some of these animes. Uh, but first up, let's hit some latest news of the week first. Uh, starting Ooh. out in the manga world, big time news. Uh, Shonen Jump is going to start serializing on J- July 13th. Chainsaw Man Part 2. If you have are caught up with Chainsaw Man, I know you guys been dying to wait for this part two it's been a year and a half i believe since the since the last uh, chapter has been updated uh tasuki fujimoto was gonna take a little hiatus kind of get his uh bearings figure out what he wants to write for this next arc um he did write like an amazing one shot uh called goodbye airy so uh if you haven't checked that out yet check it out uh if you want to get a taste of what fujimoto sensei's writing is about and what you can possibly get into Chainsaw Man. Read Goodbye Airy is just like a, I think a 70 page one shot. <clears throat> You'll definitely get a feel for uh, his writing style and how he develops characters. Uh, I think the year and a half hiatus that he took, he got absolutely better in terms of his writing. His artworks looks a lot better too. It looks a lot cleaner. Uh, this guy is primed and ready uh, for this part too. And uh, I am very excited to start reading it and i'm very excited uh for everyone who doesn't know chainsaw man or has not read it uh the anime is coming out later this year i believe it's later for the fall season and i think it's going to be potentially anime of the year material so i think studio mappa is in charge of it so it's in good hands uh and i absolutely can't wait for the three the other three people here to uh to watch it because uh I predict a lot of S's coming out uh, for that season if done right. So uh, good to see uh, Chainsaw Man Part 2 coming out uh, this year. Maybe we get a, a little bit of a S cap extension, like a, no. a little bit of a bit. Okay. <laughs> no, you only get three because it's that important. You can't be just throwing out S's like someone here on, on the round table. So Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> clean up your asses it's all over the floor I don't know what to do with them I never use them <laughs> um, and then uh, moving on to some live action news uh, if you're a big fan of One Punch Man there will be a live action adaptation coming out sometime soon uh, so if you it's know, a bad time to be a One Punch Man fan. <laughs> if you know Fast and the Furious, <laughs> Tokyo Jit, Fast Five, or Fast and the Furious Six, uh, Vin Diesel. So I've been saying almost, almost yeah. the American Taiwanese director uh, Justin Lim uh, that directed those Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, he will be heading this uh, live action adaptation. Uh, if you are even privied into uh, the Hollywood media, uh, he recently was on Fast 10 uh, as the director, but then he dropped out because he had creative differences with Vin Diesel. So I know you guys want to see Vin Diesel as uh, Saitama. I don't know if that will be the case with how things ended up with Fast 10. I was going to say, I hope it wouldn't be Vin Diesel's One Punch Man. Yeah. So it's going to be another man, whoever they may that be. Maybe. Uh, But yeah. I can't uh, imagine it's going to be anyone high profile considering how much money... um, you know, live actions yeah. make and who they typically cast. That's true. Uh, typically don't do as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's a movie or 
Mm. Oh, it is a movie. Sorry, it, it is, is a movie. So, movie. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the amount of money you spend on a movie, I think they kind of have to get someone high profile just to even try to make their money back. I don't know who the hell would want to play Saitama in the Hollywood world. Tom so. Holland. <laughs> well, Again. I mean, Sony Pictures did acquire the <laughs> film rights for for this for this adaptation. So I mean, oh my god! So we're gonna put our what is the word? Our theories or yeah? If you, if you got if you got a movie? fucking yeah, if you got an actor in mind that you think would play, put in the comments Saitama. below who you think Saitama's actor is gonna be and who you would want Saitama's actor to be. Yeah, who do you want Gino to play? <laughs> oh, I mean. I think I know who would be great for Saitama, actually. Oh, yeah? Well, just because I mean, it's kind of like Johnson? a... Hey, don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's bald. He's too big. He's incredibly strong. He's he has a big. heart of gold. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, man. Can't you he's see too big. it? Just the opening narration. I'm just, a, I'm just your everyday hero that does hero things for fun. Eddie Murphy. As all of the characters. It's Tyler Perry, dude. <laughs> You're behind on the times. <laughs> hmm. I don't know enough American like actors a fucking kid. <laughs> or actors in general. I don't know. Lance is typing up a storm. He's looking for someone. He's got someone in mind. James McAvoy. (laughs) (laughs) He already already has the ball cap for it. (laughs) Yeah, he's already played it before. Actually, he's done it multiple times. I think that uh, that like split personality movie he had. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Years back, he was bald in that one too. He was bald in that one too. So yeah, he he looks good bald. Could Mm -hmm. (laughs) just Professor X finally able to stand (laughs) and beat the shit out of people and then punch people. Oh no, that that's what I was thinking of. Uh the nutty professor where he plays a bunch of different <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Right. That Eddie Murphy was literally the Tyler Perry of our generation and then Tyler yeah. Perry took over. And now now he you know, he's the Eddie Murphy of the new generation. Saw your face. Yeah, I don't know. It's kinda hard to feel like feel the grounds for it and pay someone out too, expecting yeah. to get a big budget uh release. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think One Punch Man is popular enough worldwide that someone out there thought, yeah, I can probably make a lot of money, like quick mm-hmm. money, if I can just pump it out there. Because I have a good feeling. I don't know if, like, obviously us, we don't really care for it too much, but I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people that are going to you know be dying to see this because they love one punch man so much i how many people i've met at conventions they're like one punch man is my favorite anime of all time i've, I've heard that over and over time and time again that first season like mind-blowing and also for the community and the meme community at the time uh he killed it the uh, that that one that first season of one punch man so uh it has staying power i, I know people were dying for that season two, and they finally got it, and then they got fucked, mm. and then they were really, really sad. Kind of like me and Promise Neverland, but not as bad. <laughs> okay, let's move on then to the final uh, news article that I have for this week. If you out there, the five people that watched the first seasons of Wreck-It Ragnarok. Yeah, four <laughs> of them are right here. 
<laughs> out of five people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're that lone fifth one that's not here, I'm sorry. You had to do that all by yourself. It was a bit hard. <laughs> I hope you had well, friends and good snacks. I hope your therapist no was paid very well. No, a therapist has to get a therapist now. Um, oh no, it's a disease. <laughs> hold on to your boots. Records of Ragnarok is getting a season two sometime in 2023. Don't know when, uh, but it will be out soon. Uh, you can check out the link for a nice key visual uh, teaser. Uh, I guess the first fight is going to be Jack the Ripper against Hercules. I think I think they Jack yeah they uh, tease that they preview the that end. at the very end of the season, so we will get the full battle there and possibly i assume like maybe two or three more battles after that so for those five people out there four of them that are already in this room listening yeah get ready 2023 reckon of ragnarok season two can't wait anime of the year material only time will tell only time will tell enough s's for this show best Oh my god, do you guys want to vote this in no. on the top 10? <laughs> this could be, whenever it comes out, it could be the Tomodachi game. Oh, the dark horse. You know, I kind of want to say yeah, but only it, it would depend on what animes are out. Because I think this could be a good anime to constantly, to shit on. consistently yeah, shit on. And then when they do oh, something yeah. good, then we can talk about them. Be like, "Wow, they, you know, if they do anything good, <laughs> I mean, we can praise them." But yeah, I mean, Lance always has the one, one shit anime he likes to uh, vote very high on to try to force its way into the top ten. So mm-hmm. it's it's possible, you know, it, anything mm-hmm. is possible. Uh, <laughs> okay, with that. Uh, that is the latest news of the week. If you have any news articles that you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, just let us know. You can always email us at thewepower at gmail.com or you can DM us on our social media. Uh, we'll check it out and then uh, maybe we'll discuss it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. It's a little light this week. Some of the animes that we usually talk about on this uh, this media roundup didn't really come up to par, and we really don't want to waste our time talking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there was a show that did do very well uh, this week, and we do have some some stuff to talk about for. So let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, Kaguya-sama, Love Is War, Ultra Romantic, or Season Three, Episode Eleven. Uh, we are continuing on the cultural festival arc, pretty much just burning through uh this arc uh there was news that came out uh after episode 11 came out uh, a one hour finale for the final episode of season three uh has been announced uh there's like key visuals and a teaser trailer but i think the teaser trailer is just pretty much just clips of uh how the episode the has been episodes. going yeah so pretty much ramping you up if you weren't already currently watching uh but i'll open up the floor to anyone here uh if there's anything uh you guys want to talk about this week's uh, episode of kakia uh so i don't know i i kept thinking like wow uh they must have run out of money by now mm. and they're saving all and they should probably in most anime they should start having more budget episodes to save money for the finale which is going to be an hour yeah but they have no fear and 
<laughs> no end to the money because clearly they just keep ramping up not just the animations but we were talking about constantly peter about how much new things they keep adding into yeah. they keep like sliding into this episode like all the jokes were funny but then they just like tack on all these wild animations like that opening the, the in the first couple seconds we have a parody of take on me from aha <laughs> yep why i don't know but it's just there it was it was really weird and uh very welcome yeah the the visual cues that they they have decided to add on to make the jokes more of a punch you don't get that very often i mean like there's not enough room in the budget to be able to do things outside of what the manga has given you because from from what i from my thinking i assume when you know an anime production studio are getting the pickings of what manga they're going to adapt or you know whatever manga comes up to them asking them to adapt their their work <clears throat> they look at the body of work and they're like okay this is within our budget this is what we see and what we can do and you know how much more how much money we can put into it they looked at kaguya sama and they're like yeah yeah it'll be like maybe like 20 million to make a season and then they sit down and they were just like, just kidding. We're actually going to put $60 million in this fucking season. <laughs> we just wanted to seem cheaper for no reason. But we're going to add all this extra stuff for no reason. But we think it'll be funny and cool. And, and they're like, right. They're right. And I, I, you know what? Like, it's, it's not like I'm trying to shit on A1 Pictures. I think they've done uh, great work. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, I don't think they're like, they're not the the same powerhouse they used to be. I think ever since Sword Art Online like put them on the map in what was it 20, 2012, 2013, yeah. uh it's it's been kind of up and down for them. Uh to be, to be perfectly honest, you know, they got some great ones like Your Line April or Raced or Anohana, but then you got some pretty not that great ones like Sword Art Online season 2. Uh and um there was, there was another one, Iramanga Sensei. I don't, I don't know why people uh, gave that one the time of day, but they did. Um, so they haven't I mean, been like... I know why people give that the time of day. I know. It's because it's literally Oriemo Part 2, which they yeah. also did. Which they also did. Yeah. So um, they've been kind of up and down. Um, most times than not, they've been like up, but this is like... I think we're getting back to peak A1 pictures status where like we can we can say like they're in the upper echelons with a ufotable or a map or a wood studio i think i think they the past couple of seasons of kaguya i think they've earned that right to uh sit in the big boys table again so uh I, i'm i'm really impressed with what they've done this season i mean it really um hats off to the staff and the director and directing of the production because like peter said it's not a this isn't a simple one-to-one -one manga to anime um, copy and paste. This is a yeah. full of love translation to a different source of media. And oh yeah, my God, they they took the assignment and said, "How do how do I go above and beyond and really go above these expectations and five check marks and make it into a twenty-five list?" But also, I want to say that the stuff that they're doing is incredible animation-wise. But I can see how they're they're taking certain things to, um, like, they're smart about it. They're not just, we're going to go all fucking 
uh, balls to the wall. We're gonna do scenes that are funny. Uh, like this, there was this one where um, Ishigami is, I think this was, no, yeah, this was this episode where the senpai is dis- distancing herself. Yeah, and yeah, the they're way like they stretching did it was the screen. Mm-hmm. But it's a simple thing, and I don't think that would necessarily be like, oh my god, the budget. Oh, they're they're throwing yeah. so much money. That's not something that happened. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that's the directing and for sure. uh, style approach, and that's it, it. Really shows, and I feel like it says something a lot about the staff and the people who work on this anime and with Peter's pointing out of comparing it to the others of the, the animes that the studio has touched there's a stark difference and it it shows that the people love what they're doing and working on I mean the yeah. different ending to the ending in of itself it feels like a bunch of fans who are incredibly talented were scouted for this production yeah and that's beautiful yeah, uh, give it up to uh, Omata uh, Shinchi. Uh, he is the director for Kaguya-sama. He has done all three seasons. You can definitely tell that this mm-hmm. is like this is his child, and he 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 puts a lot of like blood, sweat, and tears to make sure that uh, this is the best adaptation it could ever be. Uh, which is, you know, what every mangaka and every anime watcher can hope for. Uh, in, in every anime that, or every manga that gets adapted that, you know, it could be at that level. So, uh, yeah, kudos to him. Okay, anything else for Kaguya-sama? Yeah, my jaw always hurts thinking of A1 just because I like the steak sauce. Mm-hmm. I've always had really shitty steak with A1 steak sauce. And the amount um, of chew you need for <laughs> that is pretty fucking, like, admirable. Do you like A1 steak sauce? Uh... No, because it just reminds me of how much my jaws can hurt. <laughs> oh, okay. I like Worcestershire sauce better. Same thing, pretty much. No, it's not. Eh, same thing. Oh, no, God. it's not. <laughs> like ketchup, you know? It's ketchup, A1, Worcestershire. <laughs> Whoa. Mix all three. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean... Okay, A1... Never mind. I'm not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> my brain hurt. Oh. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I had something to say, but I don't want to say it anymore. It's okay. You're probably going to say it to him like, later tonight while you're punching him in the face. No, I'll say it next week about Kage when we're talking about the final episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one-hour steak special. Remember when you talked about the A1 sauce? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> like, <laughs> make you eat 10 different steaks like, with different you, for the fans out there if you don't know plinchy sometimes she forgets some stuff but when she really wants to keep a receipt in her head <laughs> and she's she will keep oh, yeah. it and she will burn that person the following week and the week after and the week after that so uh yeah i guess we'll have to see how that goes out okay and then uh finally to round out uh, our very tiny media roundup uh segment I have another manga recommendations. Uh, two weeks in a row, I finally uh, can recommend some manga that I've been currently reading. Uh, but because the anime's been so shit, uh, I finally get an opportunity to do it because we have time. Fucking nerd. Uh, so I just read this. I think I think it was only like a month ago. Uh, not a lot comes out. There's already like, I think six, seven volumes that have been uh, already translated. But it's called uh, Futari Solo Camp. Uh, solo camping with just the two of us so if you really like camping if you like Euro camp uh, it has very similar vibes very good wholesome fun vibes it's not as fluffy 
as you were camp because obviously the dynamic of the four girls, five girls, and a dog uh, camping with each other makes it very fluffy and and warm. But this one, if you're really technical about camping, if you really like the nuances of how to make fire or how to pack your backpack correctly to uh, to last a two day trip or how to take care of the area around you when you're leaving, so then like it's easier for other people to camp at that same spot. Uh, Futari Solo Camp, great, great manga to get into. The characters are very well drawn. The girl uh, is pretty. She's pretty fucking cute. Um, and she has this booba. very yeah big boobas. Uh, very uh straightforward and kind of aggressive personality. Um, so basically, this guy, uh, I already forget his name. Uh, I think it's Gen. No, uh, he. He he basically loves solo camping. He doesn't like camping with anyone else, uh, for reasons that obviously, when you read into it, you'll get to learn him learn about him more. But uh, how he meets this girl is that this girl wanted to go solo camping too, but she came really late to the camping site. She got lost, and then uh, she found the fire that he was uh, he was making. He was out, I think, using the bathroom. Uh, she fell into a river before. She ran, she got to the fire. So she was already taking off her clothes, trying to dry her clothes uh, next to the fire, ah, not realizing classic. that, oh, this is someone else's fire, not just some random fucking fire in the middle of a campfire site uh, to just dry your clothes in. So that's how they meet. Um, Amazing. And yeah. And then basically she blackmails him and to be like, hey, I need help learning how to camp. And he's like, nah, I only do this solo. It's like, well, you saw me in my underwear, so you have to help me learn how to camp now. And then basically now they're kind of doing this whole like solo camping for two so they go together they cook together but then their tents are literally like like 30 40 feet feet away so they can solo camp by themselves and enjoy their uh their alone time uh by themselves but they're still interact with each other the cooking is really amazing so if you're really into like looking at food porn basically and seeing like really good uh drawn uh meals they even put like uh recipes so if you want to do it yourself if you go out camping nice. or even just cooking in general uh there was a lot of mangas nowadays especially with cooking uh they really like putting the recipes there so uh, you can follow along and be a part of uh of the manga so uh really great uh fritari solo camp if you like big booba girls you like camping you like food uh the guy is no slouch either he's actually really fucking huge and jacked uh like pretty much uh a bear grillless type grizzly man. So, uh, if you like that, you know you'll probably like Futari Solo Camp. So, uh, is bear grills a big dude? I feel like no, sorry, not, not, not 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 technically him. The skills of bear grills is the skill set. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. a very like manly. I wanted man. to make sure that we we had the same idea of a buff man because I was like, bear grills is not a jacked man. Like this is how big he is now. Like he's he's a big dude. Oh, nice. If, if that helps sorry. visually oh, for God. you. Please. Which is, yeah. I'm sold already. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> all we needed for Lance. The big booba for me and big buff. Big guy. For big Lance. big guy. PP for. Who's also for wearing a loincloth and. Um, and a fucking halter top. Yeah, his. Uh, and this is. Uh, 
This is official artwork. So sometimes in between <laughs> chapters, they like to put the oh. both main characters in like awesome. very skinny <laughs> outfits. Dirty son? dog. Uh, huh? Rainbow it's a camping, camping manga. Oh, I you're swear. not drinking me. I know you're reading your dirty Holy magazine. Shit. Oh, it is a camping yeah, this, manga. <laughs> this, yeah, this girl's wearing this. Yeah, I, I don't really get it. I, you know, just fan service really. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, that is our media roundup of the week. Uh, if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read, again, you can always contact us or you can always comment down below. Uh, we can check it out and then uh, maybe we can discuss it on a future podcast. So please send them because uh, media roundup is pretty light uh, for the rest of the season. So uh, we need stuff to talk about and we're willing to check out uh, whatever you guys recommend. So uh, let us know. Broaden our horizons, please. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but with that, uh, let's take a little break from all the anime talk and uh, play a little game that we like to uh, play here on the Wii Power Hour. It's called Take 5. Uh, here's how the game works. Uh, basically, every week we choose a topic and then we choose five uh, items or things or people that pertain to that topic. Uh, and then we get five minutes on the clock and then we pretty much uh, debate on which one's the best and which one's the worst. And then uh, the viewers or the listeners at home you guys can rank them too, and then you guys can let us know how you guys will rank uh, this week's topic for Take 5. Uh, but let's uh, let's get into the game. This week's topic, because Father's Day uh, was yesterday uh, in when this is recording, uh, let's do top five dads of anime. Uh, obviously, there's not many to choose from, so... Uh, shockingly, no. <laughs> shockingly Why hard. Why is so, that? Uh, I'm more Does of like... Art imitate life? Sorry. Oh, oh no maybe <laughs> lance and i just look in a mirror one tear slowly comes down but uh yeah i i don't really care for the rankings i'm more like if you know good anime dads uh put them down in the comments yeah. below because i had a hard time finding yeah, the pickings uh, are slim very we slim did so list a few but just decided that the list that we have now is probably okay we didn't need to switch it's out okay. anyone yeah. for aaron's dad or whatnot yeah so <laughs> i mean we could, we could have made a uh, i know the theming of this list is uh good dads we definitely have more dads but the other dads are bad dads bad uh, not, not like the bad bad not bad dads like they suck just bad <laughs> yeah shitty dads so, uh, you know maybe we'll do an addition of that uh next time so uh but let's get into this game here are the five choices to rank for this week uh, Lloyd Forger from Spy Family, Papa Shirakane from Kaguya-sama, May Hughes from Fullmetal Alchemist, Iruka Umino from Naruto, and Bakiga Ishigami from Dr. Stone. So I'll put five minutes on the clock, and then uh, let's discuss how these five dads would be ranked. So that's really his name, Papa Shirakane. Yeah. I always huh. forget. <laughs> he he doesn't actually have a name. Well, I don't know too much about Papa Shirogane, nor do I know, because I kind of came in um, into the Wii Power Hour, I think towards the end of you guys watching Dr. Stone, and I kind of checked out. So I don't have a lot of good context about uh, Mr. Ishigami. He's okay. The majority of that. what you saw was actually most of what we know about him, because he Just doesn't yeah. show up a lot. Yeah, he only comes yeah. in the flashbacks, and the flashbacks only happened a lot this last season i think yeah like do uh, do we actually know how he raised um 
What Senku. the fuck is his name? Senku. Senku. Yeah, because sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I think we have a pretty good idea how Senku was brought up. Senku was a. Obsessed? Senku is the byproduct of his dad. So basically, everything you like would know children. about the dad, yeah, Senku pretty much took a lot of his qualities yeah. uh, and his traits uh, with them. Because it's, I think it's just the dad. I don't, I don't, I don't he, believe there was no, a mom. We don't know. Yeah, the mom. there's no wife or mom. Yeah, so like he basically raised Senku from from you know a little baby until uh, pretty much an adult. So. Right. Uh, and they seemed close because I remember seeing the scene where um, mm-hmm. Senku wanted to help the dad become an astronaut and help him with the training. I remember that. Yeah. but Because they have very, like, I guess similar goals. You know, they both want to revolutionize science and mm. continue to push forward and help people. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, the only real, like, scenes you get with him is just, you know, flashback scenes or just scenes of, like, what happened after everyone got stoned and then you know he was an astronaut so he's in space so he's not stoned yet or whatever so right. um so not a lot but you know pretty good dad because senku senku is a pretty good guy even though he can look evil uh, a lot of the time uh you can definitely tell but he's uh, his, smart yeah, yeah his dad influenced him a lot smart. but better than may hughes i don't think so because may hughes to me is like the definition of what a dad should be. I'm pretty sure he's the poster child for good anime dad. Yeah. Oh, uh, is Hughes the one uh, that's like, look at my daughter? Yeah, yeah. he's the one who uh, has like, glasses. Who like just lives yeah, 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 and yeah. breeds and dies for his family. For his family. Daughter. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, what what is considered a good dad? Because when I when I think about <laughs> who Senku knows? Ishigami, that's a good question. Right. That's what we're. I don't to know find either. Out. But uh, I mean, I we can subjectively okay. be like, well, are they? kind and considerate to the child's feelings because that would oh. be a great parent feature. Senku yeah. and Ishi or Mr. Ishigami, whatever the fuck his last <laughs> name is. Um, they seemed more like friends rather than like a father and son from the very brief things. I mean, he's obviously very impactful to Senku's life. Yeah. And there's a lot of assumptions and things that we can make from that. They wouldn't be wrong, but just like... Um, like we had Piccolo on this list and I made them get rid of it because I didn't watch Dragon Ball. But I feel like from what you guys were briefly saying, if that is truly a father relationship, like Iruka with Naruto, more fatherly than like friendly or like yeah. being a cool dad. Well, yeah, I think uh, well, Iruka was also more like a friend too, but also in a way a fatherly figure. I think um, the best qualities a dad has is uh, not just being uh, close to the child, but also you can visibly see the impact that the father has had on, in a positive mm. way, on the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and shaping them and becoming who they want to be. Yeah, because being friendly with your your child isn't really like I, I think to me it's like when they're younger, you're raising them, but when they get older, they can think for themselves. So like, it's right. not so much about you raising them anymore. It's more about like you being like a soundboard like how friends do right like they listen to you venting about work mm-hmm. or listen to you vent about like relationships that parents end up adapting to their older children and then becoming a soundboard for them because they can think for themselves now i think that's kind of where senku and like uh his dad is at that point shiragane papa shiragane from kaguya-sama he's a mm-hmm. little bit of that same 
uh, venture now with uh, with Shiragane because uh, mm-hmm. he's he he definitely thinks for himself and he's very uh, in his own head. So it kind of helps when he got that that dad to be his soundboard uh, that we saw a couple of weeks ago. He kind of he kind of yeah. helped him out, get his head straight, and that's what led him to tell Kaguya that he's going to Stanford. Ooh, yeah. I want to note that um, Sh- Papa Shiragane is not just a good dad to sh- his own son. He's also a good dad, <laughs> good to, dad Kaguya. to Kaguya. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that she's never had growing up. And uh, Probably never for, uh, for Papa Shiragane to kind of sense that there's something missing in this girl's life and that if she needs someone to give guidance or to um, uh, just even be somebody just physically there to let you know that I'm I can be here with you. Uh he's the kind of person to just jump at that and uh without asking for anything else in return. I think that's he's such a cool, stupid character. <laughs> yeah. Came in on season three and all I know is Kogia getting harassed by him. Yeah. <laughs> Good dad he, quality. He only Good started uh in season two, really <laughs> showing up and being consistent. Yeah. And You're not missing that thing. much. Yeah. yeah. They they use him very sparingly. I think they realize like, oh, this is the kind of character we can use like in a tight spot where like not a lot of other characters make sense mm-hmm. to push some kind of narrative or to push some kind of storyline. Because uh, they don't really have a lot of adults in this show where they hmm. can be uh, influential to the kids. So like when he comes in, uh, now and then you know like someone's gonna yeah. get character development or someone's gonna f- get a lesson to you know mm-hmm. understand because they're still yeah. kids at the end of the day you would so. think it would be a teacher that would uh come into this role but it's such a sweet thought um to have her romantic interests father take up that yeah. role i think the yeah. The implications and the intentions are really sweet, and just because of yeah. that, Papa Shiragani is probably rising to the top of this list right now because he's got more. Albeit, like his role in the anime is very small, but the meaning behind it, and the impact is big. Yeah, his impact. Given is what very the characters need, like he felt. just that's really nice. Fits really Her. nicely as a daddy gear into the the relationship scheme. All right, I need the worst dad from these five then. Because we're talking about a lot of good qualities with a lot of these dads, but which one is the worst out of these five? Dr. Stone, I guess. Unfortunately, I'm going to make an argument for Lloyd. And that's because... So, it's, that's it's been the on same, my mind, too. It's on yeah. the same argument as Yor in that he's the newest of all these guys. He's the newest one at being a dad. So That's fair. Uh, he logically... You uh, haven't seen enough yet. Yeah, we haven't seen enough of him being a father. I, I thought you would have been enchanted by him, honestly. So I'm kind of <laughs> same because you know that that kind of is his old character as of now. Just I'm the dad doing dad things. I'm gonna talk to this one for like five seconds. Okay, back to being a dad. Yeah, yeah, I think I was thinking about this too earlier when we were deciding what should be on the list. But Lloyd, he's he's been great, like as a like taking care of Anya, stepping into the role, but. One, he has to. That's his job. He is first and foremost a spy and always True. will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the stuff that he does, um, it, it's for the purpose of his mission. He he prioritizes that. He only thinks about, 
I could be wrong. Hope, I mean, I feel like the story's growth and character development for Lloyd would be to spy first, Anya later, and then eventually get to Anya first, family first, and then yeah. spy. And we've seen a little bit of that. You can feel that development. Yeah. So I think that's really obvious with Lloyd and what Lance is trying to say, that he's still really new. And the stuff that he's been doing has been great. Anya's going to get a fucking dog soon. Great, Dad. <laughs> Good job, Daddy. That's great. Like, but it hasn't happened yet, so... <laughs> Fuck you. Yet. Fifth place. <laughs> you should have got her a dog first. Stupid. But I was going to say, May Hughes, other than obsessing over his daughter, do have we seen... Yeah, he shows up to the family all the time. He brings around Roy, brings the wife some flowers. Yeah. Like he's a he's a huge family man. Yeah, she he brings her over to work a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like he literally is thinking about them 24-7. Even with him on a mission, he's like, What do I do when I'm done with today's work? Like how I do need I to kill these guys fast so I can give back to my daughter? Yeah. yeah. When he was in the middle of the uh war with the East, straight up he's like, Oh, by the way. Look at my look at my daughter. She just got born. <laughs> yeah, Damn it. And, and I think that's like like a kind of a, like a defense mechanism with him that like he wants to talk about his daughter because he knows he's in a line of work where like he could not Die. be there anymore, yeah. and he just mm-hmm. has to like feel like he's in his daughter's life because he's gone quite a bit, you know. And that's yeah. why he he makes those moments matter when he shows up with the flowers and taking care of his wife and playing with his kids. So. uh you know, uh, very, very good dad. But is he better than any of these other dads? Uh, I think he's better than... Hmm. Might be better than Papa Shirogane, I think. Yeah. I think they're pretty in close com- competition, but I do want to bring up a point that uh, Flinchy and Avery probably don't know because this happened in season two. But um, he's great with sh- with um, his son and Kaguya, but he sucks absolutely sucks at taking care of his daughter his daughter oh, his yeah the little sister he Kay. is yeah. terrified of her and anytime that oh. she snaps at him or says no i'm not gonna listen to you he folds like a origami crane yeah <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's kind of pathetic but hilarious she she she's definitely a different animal compared to her big brothers so like he's definitely still trying to figure out where to fuck uh yeah to be a dad but then you love him because he's he still tries so hard oh he absolutely so tries he's always so scared of her (laughs) yeah yeah because you can't like sure a parent's influence can determine like a child's personality to put it very very bluntly because we were talking about the soundboarding thing they grow up and if you did a good job in quotes then you can consider them a friend someone that you can converse with but sometimes that's out of the parent's ability and the child just doesn't have the same interests as you or think the same yeah. as you not because you failed or you're a bad parent mm-hmm. just how life goes yeah it just also also she's yeah. kind of in that age of being a rebel rebellious yeah a little bit so it's, it's kind of they keep treading bringing that up yeah that, love that trope yeah she's a tough one right now very yeah. much a real treading thin ice with thing. her every single day uh so from hearing what you guys are saying, this is kind of what it sounds like your guys' uh, orders are. Am I wrong? Is there anything I need to switch around? Or does it look like... I kind of like Erika more than Bakuya. Okay, okay. Baku, Bakuya. Yeah. 
Byakugan. Um, it's so sad seeing Lloyd at last, though, you know, because he's he's he doing tries. a good job. Yeah. He's. He, and he's falling in love with Anya. You can see his. Yeah, yeah sure he really does. does care about her. But like, then he does. also, you know, it's. It's because of the duality of he must do his job that uh, he has to sometimes push how much he cares about Anya to the side to remember what's more important and at stake. And I think those moments of like the the pragmatism of that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you eventually don't see your father. Yeah, he's, he's not a agent. he's not a father. He's a spy at the end of the day. And uh, I'm sure at some point we're definitely going that direction where he will truly. Um, put Anya's everything above uh, other things that are important. But yeah, right now I, I think he's especially compared to these four, he's the weaker yeah. one. Sad to compare, but Lloyd, Lloyd's like father pie chart, how much, how fatherly he is or like who he <laughs> is as a person and his role is like 80% spy and then this tiny slice of 20% of like family, Anya and Yor and being yeah. a good dad is slowly getting bigger. It's, yeah, it's getting bigger. And bigger. Every decision that he makes, where he's like, "Don't mess up the mission. I'm gonna fucking punch this guy." The mm-hmm. slice grows a little bit more, stuff like that. And, and the little sliver for his family is—it seems small right now, but keep in mind that there is nothing else on the pie chart at all. So the fact yeah, that his family true. is even existing and taking up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, real estate on that pie chart it says a lot. Well, just 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 wait until you guys get to see part two of uh, <laughs> a spy family. Uh, okay, so how are we doing on this list? Can I call it? Does this list, list look good to you guys? I think that looks good. Uh, got uh-huh, one yes, uh-huh. two yes, and I already got that yeah. third yes because I made the switch for him. Uh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. here we go. Uh, here is the results of the best dads in anime. Uh, starting at number five, Lloyd Forger from Spy Family. Uh, number four, uh, Ishigami from Dr. Stone. Number day, number three, Iruka from Naruto. Uh, number two, Papa Shiragane from Kaguya-sama. And then coming in at number one, May Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist. So uh, there you go. That's the results. Let us know down below if you agree with those rankings uh i think we did pretty good i don't i don't really see how anyone else can really argue maybe lloyd just because of uh how fresh and new he is and how how much he yeah how much he came onto the scene so uh guess we'll guess we'll see yeah hard to argue but this was a tough decision to put him last for sure i think for all of us but Mm -hmm. yeah that wasn't (laughs) you shut (laughs) up Eat your A1 <laughs> fucking sauce. Oh no, not again. <laughs> but this is Worcestershire. <laughs> the A in A1 sauce is to represent how many times you're supposed to pronounce the A in Worcestershire sauce. Is there an A in it? There's none. No. Oh. There's one A in sauce. I can hear the clapping from the background. Okay, uh, let's move on uh, back to the anime talk. It is the meat of our show. Uh, this is the anime ranking board uh, for the spring 2022 season. Uh, before the season started, we watch all the trailers for all the animes. We handpick 10 
from those trailers. Uh, we swap them around uh, after a couple of weeks of suffering. We still continue to suffer, but uh, lo and behold, one of the best seasons we've ever had on the We Power Hour. So thank goodness wow. we're probably never going to get this again. So uh, soak it up now. We're almost at the end of the season. We're, we're You're never going to be happy this like ever again. So it's going to be suffering down the road. <laughs> uh, but let's jump in to another week. Uh, this is already at week 11 uh, for the spring season. So some of these shows uh, just finished up and a lot of shows are very close to the finales. Uh, but let's uh, get into these grades. Of course, for the bottom half of the board, we always uh, read them all out and then uh, we'll discuss them in 20 minutes. Let's uh, let's get started. Man, these scores. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> what happened? We started off these- so well. <laughs> Haven't seen these scores since like uh, winter season uh, yeah. last season, so this this is a uh, treading Hello, back into friend. familiar territory. <laughs> yeah, uh, but let's get started. Coming in at tenth place, the Executioner and her way of life. Uh, they had their season finale, and they they raked in a good ten points uh, with that episode, uh, with the grades D minus from Avery, F from Lance, C minus from Plenty, and then an F minus from myself. Uh, we get two t- two animes tied at eighth place. Uh, let's start with Tomodachi game first at eleven points with the grades D minuses from everyone else except for myself. I'm an F plus. <laughs> and then uh, to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl in the secret task uh, comes in at eighth place as well with the grades D's from Avery and Plinchy, F from Avery or from uh, Lance, and then F plus from myself. Uh, seventh place goes to Daemon with fifteen points. Uh, with the grades D pluses from Lance and Avery, D minus from Plinchy, and then F plus from myself. And then rounding out the bottom half of the board and literally gigantic gap of points from 15 points all the way to 40 for the sixth place spot goes to Shikamori, not just the cutie, uh, with the grades B minuses from myself and Avery, and then B pluses from Lance and Plinchy. So 20 minutes on the clock. Let us discuss anything on this bottom half of the board. I want to say that Peter, when we were watching Shigemori, had announced to us that he thought it might have been because Shigemori was being delayed, that the r- ratings for Shigemori was going down. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of see why, but at the same time, this wasn't that bad of an episode, especially if you like cute girls. So, uh Yeah. All the girls are very shippable. They're very cute. Some of them have like the same, not same face. Peter pointed out they all look the same, and he's not wrong. <laughs> I, no, I only pointed out that Kamiya and 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 Neko Zaki or whatever her name is. They they're literally just short hair, long hair version of of each other. That's 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 it. Yeah, I disagree but, with that, but okay. You're just saying that because of the different hair color. That's it. They're not too incredibly no, they different. Have different but like consonants too. You say consonants? They're consonants. They're uh their disposition. Oh. Oh, okay. Like why are we talking about geography right now? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I wanted to say for Shikimori that not a lot happened. This anime not a lot happens anyway, but it, to this anime for sure, like I think I think my grade kinda like gets 
influx a little bit because I'm I'm like watching it with you guys and I enjoy it more because you guys are there. But honestly, like for me personally, this anime is not that great. And mm, mm. the score that gets reflected on my anime list, I can almost agree to it. Not that low, maybe like a seven. To me, it's average. It's like one of those like those shows where it's kind of, it's like a flip of a coin if you like it or not. Like if you yeah. can resonate with it or not. Is there's nothing special about it that like makes you think, oh yeah, that's it. You know, like we had my dress of darling last season, and that one's like there's so many different aspects where you're like, oh yeah, clearly this is. There's something about it where, like Shikamori, there's so much average stuff about it that's mm-hmm. kind of like I can take it or leave it. You know, like I can probably find that somewhere else. I can just find it somewhere better. So it's not like a bad anime, but like I definitely I would have dropped this anime a long time ago if it wasn't with like watching it with you guys and doing this top ten because I dropped the the manga like three volumes in. Like usually, usually I can read it all the way, but Shikamori is really not that exciting and not. I don't really care too much for most of the characters. It's definitely one of those things where you have to fall in love with the characters and be like, yeah, I read it because yeah. they're fucking adorable or hot or really cute or really interesting. It's one of those 50-50 things. There's just uh, like it, it clicks with you or it doesn't click with you. So uh, like I get it. That's why like I don't ever bash you guys for, for liking Shikamori a lot because I totally I get it. There's some manga, there's some anime that click with me and there's no reason I should like it. Like... <laughs> logically but i like it anyway so so uh good on executioner for uh getting out the exit without dipping to single digits because it got real close this week it was it had one hand on that doorknob <laughs> and it was like what yeah. if i just really shat it i can't i can't believe it lost a tomodachi game man but then again, I'm the one who gave it. I'm the reason it <laughs> yeah. came last place. Yeah, I even so. gave it a C minus, and I don't really know why. I don't think I. I mean, it's not the absolute worst, which is what I wanted to ask. Why the F minus? What? What? Like, was the final straw on the camel's back? It's because they try to make it seem like they didn't fuck up this whole season. They're just like, <laughs> look, we had an amazing battle with one of the worst slash best villains we've ever seen in anime like they they really played it off like like all the mistakes and all the the budget cutting and the the plot holes in their story like it was all dandy and we came out on top we were able to take a step forward into our new arc out of the city completely shameless and you took offense to that Uh, absolutely like if you're going to be shit just be shit all the way like don't don't act like you you (laughs) you did you did a good job like sure the animators and the production studio, you know, and the manga, you worked hard on making this, but like, it's not a good show. It's not a good storyline. You had a good concept, but every execution, <laughs> execution along the way was just <laughs> subpar or worse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude, the, oh, fuck. What's that? What's that lady's name? Pandemonium? The, basically the, no. Well, Yes. But the reveal at the end of Pandemonium being the older sister to the lady, to the woman that she revives. And then we get the, she's like, how do you feel? Oh, my head is is in so much pain. Ahaha, that must be because the the body that I used to revive you had a really bad death. And I can't believe I was half impressed that I was like, (laughs) oh, wow, that's the... 
that's the guy from the episode one that got shot that like got fucking stabbed, stabbed in the head, in the head yeah. by Menno. Yeah. And then I wanted to slap myself on the wrist and be like, how dare you? How dare you affirm their fucking and yeah, and then they try to set up a season two plot line with like Flair at the very end, and they were just like, "Oh, Flair's oh, been yeah, yeah. sitting on his throne, waiting for for them to realize her devious plans." And and like she's like, "You can't stop me. The plans are already in motion." I was like, "Fuck you!" Like I don't even they know who the fuck you wall. are. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you, she, I forget what the fuck she says, but she makes a mention of." knowing that the repetitions are happening and she's been aware yeah yeah she's, she's privy on everything she's so like oh like, meno i know how everything's oh. going and like oh. it sounds like her and akari have been battling for the ages mm-hmm. now because akari has yeah. to keep turning back time because oh, you know yeah, it's no, not just the, like ganon and link they're just fated to yeah keep killing each other forever <laughs> like red string of fate just uh, stuck together it's just destiny for them it's just kind of like Oh, but you never build up flair any part of the season to make me feel like that connection matters. You know, you're just kind of like, oh, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> you you want to watch more, right? You you want to give us money to watch more, right? Buy our Blu-ray. They did try. Buy it. Buy it. Uh, that one church lady is like, Menno, you're not like flair. You can build your own path. And it's like... W- yeah, no okay. shit. <laughs> okay, thank you, Auntie. Bye bye. <laughs> like, yeah, and then just, just ignore her and keep yeah. doing what we've been doing all season. Yeah, yeah. literally from Meadow has not learned moment. a single thing. No, but yeah, it's 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 weird. There's like hints of Meno feeling things for Akari, but and we said, is it her or is it her facade and trying to trick Akari? And then we we teeter off of this like really not concrete you know we're not giving given straight answers akari's doing her thing does meno know i think she knows and then she 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 like doesn't know yep wait what it's annoying yeah dude when meno and akari took the first step at the end of the uh, season like you guys are you ready i I got like peach boy riverside ptsd oh my god yeah (laughs) holy shit time to start a new adventure Uh, yeah yeah so it's gonna get somewhere and akari's literally like where are we going we're gonna go to the 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 cathedral again they literally then, said almost the same lines it did at the midpoint of the season yeah. when they were mm-hmm. taking a step out of the first city they were in. I'm pretty sure the valley looked the same way too. No, it was almost like the same shot for shot. It was like fucking the laziest shit I've oh, ever God. seen. Can you imagine? I'm sure it's not. And it might be a a thing that they did on purpose for impact, you know? Oh, the... The, the depth to it you know they have to, they have to go through this trial and error to learn but yeah it's like a nostalgic they, hit yeah 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 of course but what if yeah. they did that because budget cuts and they're like oh shit we're just how do we how do I know we don't have time budget to cuts. Our, we, don't, we don't have time to draw all this shit oh wait they were leaving the town okay okay we can wrap this up just uh just uh, rearrange this do this just, again just use it again yeah mm-hmm same shots of their ankles. We have the full the full scene. The first time we show it in the middle in episode fucking eight or, or six, uh, put, pan the camera up a little bit. And then when we do the actual ending, just start at their feet. 
They won't know the difference. <laughs> it's the yeah. same, like, it's the same JPEG. Just Wait. show them. Viewers are goldfish. They're not going to notice. <laughs> I like feet. They love feet. We all love feet, right? <laughs> so, yep. Yep. You're not wrong. That's why I gave it F minus. Oh, and one more thing. Sorry. <laughs> I want to stop talking about this goddamn show. But No, you don't. Uh, when when Menno had the f- the flashback or whatever her like visions are oh, yeah. of yeah. of her and Akari at school, stop! You don't you don't show anything different. You literally show like almost the exact same flashback, and then uh, then Menno's like, oh, I just so I feel something with Akari, and then nothing. Not, then yeah. just weird awkward lesbian scene and then we move on it's like just <laughs> just stop like why do you keep doing this like you're not contributing to the story in any way shape or form yeah it might it as well just be breathing because they didn't tug on any like foreshadowing strings it just no is no. the same hint of nothing yeah, yeah since the very beginning i feel like what they're trying and I, I'm thinking really deeply into it, but I feel like you what should. their intentions are is to viewers to see it and be like, oh, they feel like they're friends. They feel like they've been in school, like that hint of friendship, that little string. But the way that they show it, it looks like a flashback. So you're left thinking, because Peter mentioned it, like, D- what does that mean? Was she, did she used to be in Japan? Like, what is this? And ultimately, it means nothing because there's no way. Give me something. As of now, that Menno would have ever been in the same school as Akari. That makes no sense. And if they want to introduce that, then these scenes would make sense. But they don't show it accurately as a flashback. It it looks like a flash of emotion whenever they show yeah. it on Menno. So it's like, yeah, they're connected, but okay. how? Like. Just show uh, you don't have to show me the whole thing. Just show me a little bit. Just give me something so like I can start building like dialogue? my own. Yeah, or like a, another scene of like them actually talking to each other or something. Or like yeah, or like I don't know. Akari drops her pencil and then Menno picks it up and gives it to her. That's fine. I'm okay yeah, with that. That would have been that, great. That would have been mind fucking. Like, oh, shit. like what, how the fuck is Menno yeah. there? But it gives me something to build off of so then I can make my own theories. You don't have to give me the answer. Just give me something to actually build off of. Because now I'm never going to get the answer because one, I don't want a season two of this damn show. That's a good and, comparison. Yeah. And but, two, uh, Akari is not going to remember by season two. <laughs> she loses her memories every time she uses her powers and she used it like 50,000 times in the last like three episodes. So like, I don't know what memory she has left in the noggin at this point. So... The bajillionth time that she had to reverse has been lost. Now she's at 999 bajillion. I know. They need to measure <laughs> the limits of her power better. Like, if it's dangerous for her to use her power, make it very clear that she, every time that she uses her power, she's suffering for it. Because when she's just like, yeah. like Yu Yu Hakusho finger blasting people nonstop. Yeah. Like, so does that count as using your power? Um, Is that like weak or something? Yeah. There's a there's a yeah, thing pandemonium in, said like oh she's <laughs> using her power blah 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 yeah there's a thing in Log Horizon that I really like so the characters um, every time they die they don't truly die they can like you know get oh. revived like an actual MMO but there's a scene when they died that they go into like this like secluded island and then like, they go to the all moon. these 
Oh yeah, the moon, right, right. And then yeah. like all these like memory shards are coming up. And then every time they're like, okay, I'm ready to go back and get revived. One of their memory shards shatters and they lose the memory of them yeah. being in Japan. So every time they die, they're slowly losing their memories of Japan. Just that visual cue alone makes me understand that this mm-hmm. matters because they all want to go back yeah. home. That's the big thing about Lock Horizon. They, they talk about it too. They're like, yeah. oh, you know, the top guild has a bunch of brain dead people now because they literally have lost almost all their memories yeah. wiping to bosses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because they've been just grinding, but they don't care. That's, that's the thing. They don't want to go back home. So like it builds their character more. It's like, oh, I get them now. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go back because they had shitty lives back then. But some yeah. people did it. You know, they would just play the game casually and now they're stuck here. So <sighs> my head is like really hot right now. <laughs> Understandably, it was torture watching through this last arc. And then the way that they ended it was so it lack of effort. It hurts. Feels like. Because we definitely had this show like really high. I think <sighs> it like execution peaked at like second place. Yeah. Yeah. Second place. Like those first couple of weeks, we were really high on it. And then it's just been dipping ever since. This is another um Urasekai where for me, at least personally, two girls, their chemistry was pretty great. It still kind of is, but the the situations that they're being put in, the story, the the the, the lore question mark, it's not really doing it for me Damn anymore. It. I did not feel that way. I literally was like <laughs> thumbs down since the get-go really i it's yeah, definitely I for me gotten way way down like i hate seeing them now because there's just like yeah. no meaning that just, first like, episode sold me on the fact that yeah. this is not going to be good so <laughs> i thought it was around the train arc where you're like uh-oh <laughs> yeah i think when they got on the train i came to the realization that the show had a death sentence and that was that the characters aren't gonna grow mm yeah and at the very end they are barely different i think we understand akari's powers better and we understand the lore of um the church better but meno and akari their relationship is still the same akari uh has mm-hmm. glomping issues with meno meno's a sundere the end yeah there are no flaws in any of these characters as we're talking about. i've come to realize that when you make characters set in a trope with no flaw like what's the you're just watching uh like a it's not even comedy but comedy genres are typically like that you have characters who are have the jobs that they need to say and then they play it out and it's funny it works but it only gets better when you can see the characters grow and yeah what the fuck did we watch we didn't watch any growth evolve their jokes either the jokes get more Mm -hmm. extreme they get their knowledge of the of the punchlines mutates mm-hmm. but it's still the same yep this is a good analysis like a it's like a good um <laughs> i don't know what dissection of uh of how to write a story yeah i mean we watch 10 10 different stories unfold every, every season. season not even 10 like at least right, 12 to 13. Yeah, we always watch 10 plus shows every every season. So uh, we get we get our brains maximized and like every every fucking Yeah, we got swole brains. Yeah. Talking about another anime on this bottom You got two minutes, you got to go. With with no 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 flawed characters is Tomodachi game. 
Uh, what? That's a bold statement when that's a the entire bold cast statement. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the big titty girl, her flaw is that she's big tittied. Yuichi's flaw is that he's fault. poor. That's not a <laughs> flaw. Yuichi's flaw is that he has no flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> Tenji's flaw is that he needs a sustainable amount of protein to survive. <laughs> oh, God. This fucking joke. All right, now we're moving on. <laughs> Wait, I want to talk. I want to talk real quick about heroin. Okay, you got and, one minute. Yeah, Go. The, what the fuck happened they, in heroin? They pulled the fucking um, Tokyo Twenty Fourth Ward uh, second to the last episode bullshit, where the friends have to punch <laughs> each other in the face to build up to oh. a climatic finish, as if that does oh, yeah. anything. <laughs> That did happen. I totally that, forgot. Why did they have to fight? I don't understand. Because their emotions were boiling mm. over. And the it only was... way to express this hot-blooded emotion is through the exchange of fisticuffs. Hiya! Yeah. I did like that he already got the shit kicked out of her. Because if she womble cobbled um, Somehow four won. eyes, I would be like, that's mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. Is yeah. it though? She's she's the athlete of the the three yeah but she's such a weenie okay <laughs> and the other girl's insane so i don't see her out fighting yeah. an insane girl Cra- crazy beats wimpy huh? yeah i guess so sorry I, I, to all the wimpy crazy people out there <laughs> watching which is all of you i think for heroin the confrontation just looking at this episode alone, not the fact that this happened towards the end of the anime and this is what our big foil in the story is, but the fact that, you know, the teacher's there, he's a really good figure in Hiyori's life, which is nice. He's really hot, though, for some reason. We don't talk about that. <laughs> um, Unexplainably. I mean, we, we do, but anyways, I think being able to like strictly thinking of friendship like they've been friends for a really long time this bitch has been faking friendship but i think the the moral moral of it is that she's not facing the actual like issue and that she needs to separate her friends and her idol like obsession and so them being able to talk about it and confront each other and argue and like that seemed like a very realistic and good and healthy approach and then they started they like, punched each other. In the they most maybe, way. Like, you make great points, Plinchy, but there's one hole in that statement of yours. They were never friends to begin with. That's the truth. She yeah. never considered her a friend. She considered her a rival and she became friends with her to get closer to her so she can understand how much she hates her. Do you think that that's how the next episode they're like never gonna absolutely reconcile? not because you don't got the balls to fucking do it right oh yeah see that you know, what peter's saying happen. would be a very interesting like thing to go through way earlier in the anime and here he has to be like holy shit my in my my part-time job is fucking with my real life but like i have to balance making friends understanding that people can be very fucked up and like yeah. mean but like I, I want her not to be friends with her anymore like there's nothing irredeemable like there's nothing deemable enough to re- to repair the relationship it's yeah. over it's over like I don't care 
if you were like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just a little obsessed. No, 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 it's over. <laughs> I was you became you kind of a bitch. You literally became friends with me just because you thought I was dating one of the two boys, which is the and one you really liked. And then you, you really punched liked. me for it too. I lost yeah. my job, so now I can't pay rent because of it. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. We can still be friends. We can fix this and, and start again. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm out of here. We'll see how it goes, but... I know they'll yeah. do it. Oh, the finale is going to fucking kill <laughs> me. I can't Dude, I'm ready for Tomodachi game ship it in already. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Adults. Oh, no. Yeah. That finale... <laughs> Tomodachi game life. ultra romantic. No, <laughs> Dude, right, I can't believe on. how. Okay, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Say one last thing. Throw it out there. I can't believe how quickly and tossed aside the death of Shiba's dad was. Like, I feel like that's kind of. What are, what are they going to do though? Sneak in and <laughs> put on no, the detective no, hat? That's I mean, season I mean, two. Oh, that's, that, mean, that was purely, my favorite part no, of the episode where like lol dead and then they just kept walking. <laughs> no, like, holy shit, Tenji. Like, you know, your dad died. Uh, what the fuck is happening? A little bit more like putting the, together the pieces. But no, Yuichi was just, he was down to fucking fight and argue with this guy that Tenji's immediately like, that's Sawaragi's dad. And they're like, okay, well, fuck Cause, you. Because you're not big brain enough. You don't you don't see the big picture <sighs> that Yuichi yeah. sees. The nuances of this show are beyond us. <laughs> <laughs> season two, season two. That's what but it is. As much as I hated how they treated Shibe's dad's death, it was also believable because Yuichi is poor, so he can't really have the empathy <laughs> capacity to care for another person's father's death. Especially a rich one. Because yeah. he's poor. Oh, because he's rich. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah, all justified, really. So yeah, I absolutely. didn't fault him for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me see my two <laughs> Also, maybe that was for the best because... Honestly, if we lingered on Shibe's dad, we devoted the entire second half of that episode to, my God, Shibe, are you okay? Three episodes. Are you at feeling least... safe? Do you need help? How can we be there for you? All of us would have given it an F anyways, and we've been like, <laughs> we don't give a fuck about Shibe. Stop wasting no. time on him. We don't. All right. Uh, <laughs> what a very rambunctious bottom half of the board. Wait, we haven't uh, talked about Damon yet and how fucked up no, that No, we're done. <laughs> no, we're done. We're moving on. Um, okay. That is the bottom half of the board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grade. You better damn agree with that bottom four because they suck. Goddamn suck. Okay. Let's uh, move on to this top half of the board. Uh, we take things a little slower and we deep dive into each individual episode because they deserve it for being good animes this week so you're like that abusive teacher that's like bob over there got an f kids bob doesn't get the good noodle star <laughs> now all you other good students let's read about the let's read about the new book exactly and bob get out of my classroom so that's that's how that's how i teach baby bob go stand out in the hallway <laughs> bob you're not allowed in the school anymore so um bob would have been like yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> uh, Komi Can't Communicate Season 2 comes in at fifth place uh, with the grades A, A from Avery, A plus from Lance, A minus from myself, and then B minus from Plinchy. Uh, that gives it a good 48 points. 
Uh, so I just opened up the floor for everyone here. We're pretty similar in our grades. Uh, so if anyone wants to start, uh, go ahead for Komi Can't Communicate. And Aoi Ashi is pretty damn good. <laughs> 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 what can I what, what can I not say about Aoi though? <laughs> um, I mean, shit. Look, you might... <laughs> Stole Comey's pantyhose and wore it on her head. And if that's not yeah. the most relatable, genre-aware thing I've seen in a rom-com, then I don't know what it is. So, uh, of course, it's that would give an A+. Comey kind of fucked up, too, right? She's like, you should have been a little let on when she had your perfect size pantyhose. No. Just saying. She's so trusting, though. <laughs> wow, how convenient. What she should have done is held on to the panties hard, or not the panties, the pantyhose harder, and not you let your mind just swipe her like that. What she shouldn't have done is went into a closed space with only your mind <laughs> and no one, yeah. no one yeah. else there. You're right. The buddy system. That's what she needed. And your mind was at the door, so there was no escape for her either. Mm. Yeah. I didn't actually care too much about the other characters that were introduced. Felt really like okay. Let, Come uh, on, you didn't care on. for Oni Girl? I did like the Oni Girl. She was okay. She was probably the most okay of the new characters <laughs> they've introduced this season. Yeah. She's relatable. I like I liked her uh, the imagery that they use in her little hair. Like it was really cute, but at the same time, it's kind of hard because I know that this anime isn't strictly about the progression of Tadano and Komi's relationship, but it's what I want more than anything like to continue seeing that and Komi growing and she's done a lot of growth so I get that we're going to take a step back and while we're watching Lansa mentioned that it was really cool to see Tadano and Komi be an active like side character like uh what did you say oh because that's what um, you said that this um this manga isn't afraid to have the perspective um from a different character um from like a mm-hmm. secondary character and then as we follow them on their daily lives, we see Comey and Tadano just doing their own thing in the background. So it makes the whole school really feel alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alive, yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else for Comey's up? I can't <laughs> Can't believe we spent more time talking about Tomodachi game than we did about Komi-san. This well, there's not a lot to say about Komi-san except that it's really good and the animation was excellent. I didn't see any issues with the budget. That was my issue last season, last up. Uh, Last episode. Thank you guys so much for judging me. I knew you were fucking. I knew you were fucking say that. It was glitchy. Uh, she did it first. But uh, yeah, the quality was back to um, the standard that uh, the rest of the season has been. So this episode was really good. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Coming in at fourth place. You know what, Avery? How about you read this one? Since Jeez. you want to suck his dick so hard. Coming in at fourth place. This might. Where's the eye in Aoi? Anyway, Aoi Ashi by Production IG. You don't even have the highest grade for this show. <laughs> 53 points in this mofucker. A plus from me. <laughs> a, uh, a plus from Peter. Uh, a minus from Peter. A plus from Plinchy and A plus from Lance. All right, so take it away, Avery. How to do? Well, man, I don't know a lot about soccer, but holy shit, did I learn a lot about soccer this week. <laughs> like, for, for a character who can just stand there and talk, you, you fucking held me through the whole fucking way, Aoi. Like, I, it's hard for me to watch some shit where they just stand there and 
talk while some people go running around the court but i'll, I'll listen to you all day yeah let, let those fucking that little brain tingle moment happen <laughs> i don't give a shit that you said oh my god it's starting to click out loud because i'd probably say something like that if my smooth ass brain could have more than two thoughts in a single moment but uh yeah i dude i, I love this show for all the micro i don't i don't feel like i have to ask a million questions watching soccer and like some random sports bar you know i can just yeah. uh take it out my own pace and then get more interested in the show and inside mm-hmm. of like soccer yeah i totally agree like i'm not like super well versed in soccer i know i know enough to you know go to that said sports bar and then talk about soccer to other soccer fans for for quite a while so i can i can hold my own but uh definitely watching this show and seeing you guys learn how soccer is played and the basics it's it's really teachable I think I think that's the that's the thing you take away from the show. Like, yeah, I always like you know he's the main character. He screams a lot and he really grabs your attention. But uh, those quiet moments, I think that's when uh, mm-hmm. the show really shines. And it's like the the cerebral process. Because I think I said it when we first introduced Aoichi into the top ten. Like, Aoichi's a cerebral player. He thinks a lot he may not seem like it because he's just like i want to score i want to score give me the ball but like that that episode one when he was like oh yeah these the 22 players on the field this is where everyone was at and this is my thought process like fucking uh uh blockheads don't have that kind of thought process only geniuses and people that love the game do and you can tell that he loves the game a lot and he wants to continue learning to to become better. So uh, that journey is uh, very nice. Honestly, if you guys really like these like little nuances, like these little micros of of sports uh, animes, baby steps. If you want to learn about tennis and you want to learn the nuances of tennis and how points are constructed, how you want to stand, like you know the footwork, the the swing speed, and how everything goes, baby steps an amazing tennis anime where like literally the guy has never played tennis before but he is an a plus student and he writes notes about everything and he's a really good note taker so he basically just process everything through his notes and he literally took that skill over to the tennis course so he remembers every single rally of the tennis of the tennis match and he'll draw the rally on his notes and then he'll be like oh percentages this guy likes to hit 30% to the left when I give him this type of ball. This guy likes to hit 65% to the right when I give him this type of ball. And it's very cerebral. And you can really learn a lot about tennis uh, through that anime. Um, so the development of uh, Aoi's his, um, his evolution of his game, I guess. Uh, I like that he's constantly battling with it. It's not so easy mm-hmm. as I got it down now and I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, yep. You could see, even as he was working with uh, the blonde player, I forget his name, uh, but I think his name is Asari. But um, Asari and oh, Kuroda Asari. is the... Yeah, Kuroda. And Kuroda. The... Um, even as he's playing with them, he's still his eyes are darting around. Well, eyes were mm-hmm. very important this episode, but his eyes were uh, darting around and he could see like um, uh, Togashi in the background calling him, hey, pass it here. Uh, mm-hmm. but he has to like block them all out of his senses so that he can focus and 
do what he knows is the right move versus what his instincts are constantly screaming at him to do. I like that evolution that he's breaking down his old self and trying yeah. to uh, develop himself into something new. And uh, yeah, it was such a momentous episode for him. Yeah. And I, the thing about this anime that I really like is the highs are really high. When mm -hmm. when Aoi is winning and he's made a breakthrough, you feel it and you cheer for him. Like I started clapping when <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even Aoi who scored this episode. He didn't score at all. He got uh, Asadi and uh, Kuroda to uh, mm -hmm. do the scoring, and I clapped for them because their victory was Aoi's victory. Yeah, for sure. That's that's the big thing with team sports, right? It's like uh, these are your brothers, and you know you guys go into war together, so. When one person wins, the whole team wins, right? Because it all benefits uh, everyone on that same side. So yeah, uh, that's the feeling that they get. And you know, that's uh, I'm glad they show it like that, where it's just like it's like a Pavlov's like effect, right? It's like they score a goal, character development has been taken up a notch. You know, they score another mm -hmm. goal. It's like you can see like that's the reward they get for being better players. It's the results, and that's. That's a big thing in sports. Like results are everything. No one cares how you got there. They only see if you win or if you lose. So yeah, the uh, instant gratification mm -hmm. that is just so addicting, and why why people love sports and why these kids are dedicating yeah. their lives to do it. That's yeah, great. I want to say that for me, I hope for you guys too. Always voice actor. I think we mentioned that he. This is a new role for him. Uh, this is his only role. I like him yeah. a lot. Aoi he's as a excellent. character, he's so adorable when he's like, I'm a genius. The way that he says it, I can feel how like the shit eating grin that he's yeah, like, a he plays it off yeah. really well. The voice, the way that they draw Aoi too, um, like the art style for this anime is pretty fucking good. Mm. Uh, animation, pretty fucking good. There's a, there's a lot of cuts that they do to ease the load of having to animate soccer. Um, yeah, I sports anime tends to do that a lot. Yeah, totally understandable. You can't expect to see a full-on play like how we see it on TV, but I don't think yeah. I've seen CG models yet. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think if I've... If they do it, they are very smart about it. If yeah. they, if they did it, it would be yet. like very basic movements because anything mm -hmm. further than that would be you know very easily caught. So I'm pretty sure just yeah. like, oh... Pass, pass the ball. Easy, just like oh, bring leg back, kick ball yeah, forward. Yeah, ball. You know exactly what's happening. Yeah, we don't technically need to see everything. Aoi yep. can literally just be like, "This is happening. This is what I'm seeing. That's all we need to know." And super yeah. simple, good fucking job. Everything. He's not a character that I hate from his yelling. I actually enjoy when he's screaming and calling himself a genius because it's absolutely <laughs> warranted. He deserves yeah. it, and it's a an endearing trait of his that I like that I I don't usually like about the main shonen protagonists where they're like I'm the fucking best like are you though are you <laughs> <laughs> damn you kind of talk a lot of shit for someone who's kind of not the best but yeah and it's just that's his confidence level he reminds me of Asta like that level of screaming but there's a very yeah, 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 fine yeah. line between like I'm a loud mouth and I need to shut up and uh, Aoi who I find him very charming, and you know? maybe mm. maybe other viewers will disagree, but I definitely don't agree with that. Like, I I agree with season one Asta, but that's only the anime version that I can agree with you that because it, I don't know what the director was doing, but he definitely didn't understand 
what the yeah it's the execution of the of the mm-hmm. voice um but asta himself he definitely there's actually a little bit of like humbleness to him and i think aoi has that same feeling there's a lot of overconfidence in a lot of things but aoi can be humble too sometimes when he realizes that oh maybe i am not the greatest soccer player that has ever touched earth and <laughs> i need to get better to become what i expect myself to be asta's He's the same way yeah there's a lot of self-awareness of Asta. This, yeah, that first season of, of Black Clover and that screaming, that definitely does not reflect who Asta is. And I don't know if, uh, I know Avery is fully caught up too. I don't know if you agree with me on that one, but. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. He, he's a totally different character now. Like the, the final season that's been shown so far compared to everything even up to that point, totally different. Oh, great. Like he, he's way more confident and cool with the uh, latest season that came out. Yeah, one one definitely a big turnaround from whatever whatever they were trying to accomplish uh, at that very beginning. Because uh, yeah, even during like the binge watch, I I couldn't recognize him when I started up that final season. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty amazing. But yeah, oh yeah, she she <laughs> she she. Right. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at third place, uh, Summertime Render with 54 points with the grades A's from Plinchy and Avery and then A pluses from myself and Lance. Again, pretty even across the board, but it's Summertime Render, so uh, we usually feel pretty strongly uh, for the show. So I'll just open up the floor for everyone here. Uh, what do you guys like about this week's episode of Summertime Render? Babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing you got out of it, huh? Creepy babies. It's the only thing I remember. I remember I I gave it an A. I didn't want to give it an A plus because I didn't feel like there was anything that was like, whoa, this is such a good episode. It wasn't a bad episode. It definitely yeah. stayed true to the creepy mystery vibes. There's no horror, but I get those chills of like, what does this mean? There's this like weird fucking statue that's pregnant. And like they talk about it, it's really weird. Yeah, definitely one of those like they. It's been a pretty big high these past couple weeks for summertime renders. So this is definitely one of those like, hey, let's slow things down. Let's not just start blowing it out every week and trying to uh, have a banger moment every single time. Uh, But I gave it the higher grade just because uh, I enjoyed learning about Ushio and how she is as a shadow. Right, because like we have no idea what a shadow does. Right, we, we just so know. Much, yeah, her yeah, we just know they kill and they yeah. fucking do everything. But learning her powers, how they work, how to fight shadows, like in a more slower aspect. Because like when Hizuru was fighting the little girl shadow, mm-hmm. it was so like boom, 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 quick. Like hey you you've been fighting for 10 years so you know what's going on old man's been doing it for 10 years too like everyone's doing it so quickly that like yeah. oh it's cool to see in the eyes but it's like hard to process but to for this week it's just like oh shinpei doesn't know shit so doesn't know shit either like the, no one knows mm-hmm. how to fight a shadow so like to kind of learn as we go uh with the two boys i actually thought the friend wasn't going to be like really important but now yeah seeing as he's he knows everything and he's like supporting them and how much he loves Mio and stuff like that. Yeah. He's willing to fight for her. Like I, I, I see a bigger role for him. I actually thought he was just going to be shadow enemy number one because he's the best friend. Right. And that's the easiest right, yeah. one mm-hmm. to pick. 
to like gain uh, Shinpei's trust and then fuck him over. But uh, he's here to stay, and uh, I'm I'm very excited to see what his progression is uh, throughout the show. They're definitely gonna start building off of that more now too with the whole Hishigata family. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the dad is right. so mysterious, and, and the sister, and the sister, yeah, the sister is acting super weird at the end of it. Now we have like detective coming up. Yeah, uh, and she seems super cautious about him too. Yep, it seems like the sister knows more, obviously, than what So does. Absolutely, and that could be part of the reason why they aren't being targeted until like the very end, where the um, festival happens. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. she was literally just fucking just like one of the last people chilling. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. And it, yeah. honestly, I I don't even think they were gonna kill the best friend either he sacrificed himself for Mio so like yeah 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 that, that's what I mean that he should yeah yeah, yeah. he should got the family is super important in some way or another whether Something. they know it or not like the dad either made a like a deal or something the dad's uh, in love with the shadow, shadow <laughs> little girl fox that probably be a part of the family tradition too or that yeah, yeah, they, yeah. there could be because it's the uh, fisher ties. god or something like that He's just been offering uh, the the town every like thirty years or some bullshit. <laughs> she gets hungry. I must give her a feast. Relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> just girl things. I had, a, I had a scary thought for this show that, or like the implications of what what we learned about Ushio. Whatever she can do, obviously the other shadows can do. Can do better. <laughs> yeah. So now we fucking know that Ushio can just. I mean, we've known before she can be an inanimate object. How do we know they're just not a bunch of? I mean, yeah, Ushio's a fucking scary. shadow radar. But before we had Ushio, the the show could literally be like, ah, if you look back on episode three, there was this yeah. item that was sitting in the corner. And it was a copy. Sha- or, you know, Shadow Mew was actually the blue striped panties the entire oh. time. Oh! Yeah. And she watched Shinpei do it over <laughs> and over, catching her into the water. <laughs> yeah. Kept tabs on him. The, the Shadow Mew was actually the bike. Oh, <laughs> that actually makes much better sense than the panties. No. <laughs> no, no. Panties are better. Yeah. Right, Stotion's better. It does. Uh, anything else for Summertime Render? Babies. Are we not going to talk about that? Like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. With this show... Babies. That seems like the least of my concerns of, like, know. what could possibly come I, out. I think the babies are... Okay, this goes back to Shadow House, but, you know, like how the, mm. um, the shadows start off as little... Tiny specks. M- Miyazaki. Sprites. Um, black balls, and then they evolve and they gain shape so maybe they start off as babies and then once they're mature enough they can look for a host or a someone to replicate yeah but these babies look like rejects maybe yeah they look like because they have, were missing their heads they look yeah incomplete so they could be just yeah rejected scraps of what could have been a an enemy shadow for sure and i mean that's why they're like in the kind of sewer-ish area right just kind of like rats and shit yeah we got nowhere else to dump them we can't just burn them alive that doesn't work so we just gotta dump them into the sewers i guess Mm, an all too common story (laughs) it's a poor life poor yuichi poor me (laughs) (laughs) 
Poor life, poor life. No dad, no dad. <laughs> <laughs> he has no mom either. Loser, loser, make no, no friends. Mom, no, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no friends, no money. Haha. <laughs> uh, God damn it. I break my own finger because I'm a good guy. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad guy. I'm, I'm the, the bad, bad guy. I just don't want to be badder. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note. <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next anime on our list, huh? Um, we have another tie at first place. I think this is the third time we've had a tie up at the top of the mountain. Uh, so we'll start out with the usual anime that's on top. Uh, Spy Family comes in at a perfect 56 points. Uh, I think it has only dropped down to second place just once out of the 11 weeks uh, it has been on this top 10. So pure domination from this show uh of course a plus is across the board uh for this grade i did however receive an s for this week <laughs> no yet again <laughs> surprise surprise i have to demote his s to an a plus yet again so lance is officially at seven s's this season i don't think we're you're literally breaking your own records i don't think you're ever gonna break this record ever again for how many i don't think so either like this kind of show that's just that good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where i just wish and beg and i sacrifice babies into volcanoes for more s's and i get nothing uh i've never i've never seen a show this dominating six s's it's 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 ridiculous i like literally half the season those aren't given lightly i really could not fathom giving it anything lower than an S if I had one, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I'd keep my S collection if I, I had one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a question for you, Lance, because I know this uh, Kobayashi Dragon Maid was became recently your favorite anime of all time mm-hmm. uh, when we were binge watching it last last year. Does Spy Family overtake Kobayashi Dragon Maid as your favorite anime of all time? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Already. I, I can safely yep. say that um, I probably would have blown all my S's on Kobayashi because it was in the media roundup, right? It was in the media roundup, yes. Uh, so. I probably would have blown all my S's on Kobayashi Dragon Maid. For sure. Also, yep. but I don't think I would have given as much S's as I've already given for Spike's family. And I have a feeling, because we know what's going to happen next episode, that I'm probably <laughs> going to do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well... Uh, with that, then, since you tried to give it the S and failed, uh, I'll still give the floor to you, uh, to start us off here oh, on this week's uh, <laughs> episode of Spy Family. So, uh, let's, uh, let's hear what you got to say. So, I said this before with Awashi about how they're very, uh, is very good at, um, when the main character has a triumphant moment, you feel it and, you kind of like vicariously feel that triumph because you're so happy for this character. When Anya got that star, <laughs> and I know what she's been through and how much she hates studying, and how she almost got killed by All Might last episode. <laughs> that oh, I was yeah. just like so happy for her, and then her stupid fucking face the whole time she's wearing her star, and then she tells oh, Becky, "Call me Star Anya or whatever." Starlight yeah. Anya, baby, and. And uh, oh, her fucking victory lab. <sighs> she showed it off to Damien. Damien supported mm-hmm. her because he's a tsundere like usual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah, this episode was just 
Okay, like if we had to add one more tier and there was an S plus, this would have been S plus. How many S's do I have left, Peter? Do I still have the two or is it one left? You have, so currently you have one, Avery has one, and then I have two left. That's the rest of the S's for the season. Okay. So let's say theoretically, if we had two, could I put two S's into one and be like, it doesn't deserve one. It needs two. Would you allow that? Just for like future reference. Are we adding more layers to the strategy of this game? Like, what you know if what? I think it's so fucking good just that one S it. just doesn't <laughs> encompass? Because I'm saving so my S for literally the last episode of Spy X Family to see what kind of banger they're going to fucking put out. It's going to be a C. <laughs> and my, my expectations are a little <laughs> bit high. I will ground myself eventually, but I'm <laughs> fucking hyped. So if I had two, I would have been like, Peter, I'll put two S's because... Because a dog, but you well, know, you have one see. S, but let's not get too crazy. Yeah, now. but that's but, why I ask. You know, I'll consider it. I'm I'm very interested to see if Lance would blow all three S's on one episode <laughs> very early on in an anime. Uh, there'll never be a situation like that because I'll just constantly be blowing S's nonstop. That will never have two at one. Because usually given the better time. stuff come towards the end. So by yeah. then, Lance's track record. Yeah, I'll, I'll consider it. We'll 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 see. We'll see. I, I gotta see how the point total goes and how how right. much I would destroy the the meta. I want to break your ranking, ranking board. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I can. I can see you doing that. That's why I have to consider. Quick question for you guys: Since you guys did get to see the dog at the very end, what do you guys uh, what do you guys take on that weird little uh, vision he the the dog had right before uh, he turned around? All the dogs are experiment animals, right? Is what they said. Yeah, that's what they were much. saying. Yep. Um, he can see the. F- I can see into the future. <laughs> you think that's the life would too. be a breeze? <laughs> I think that's the only logical explanation that I could think of. Uh, nothing else really made sense when I thought about it, mm. given the context, experimentation, future vision of family. Why would you give a dog that? Uh, there's no. I think it's an if that's true, I'm really excited to see the Anya dynamic because this episode we got to see and we talked about it while we were watching it. Like Anya can read minds. We don't we don't always always have to have that sparkly sound effect and hearing the people. She simply asked, Hey, second son, do you have a dog? And then we get a flash of him with his dog and it's immediately like, Oh, he thought about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got her answer. And then at the end, we see the dog presumably think something, whatever the fuck that means. But if it if it truly means that he can see into the future, Anya's just going to get fucking visions of the future from this dog. I'm excited. I'm so fucking excited. That sounds really broken for Anya, not only to <laughs> be able to read people's <laughs> minds, but she has a dog that tells that will <laughs> tell her what's going to happen too. this poor child. That's going to get really <laughs> fucky for her because she's going to, her yeah. brain's going to explode. Your uncle's going to come over and he's going to try to murder Lloyd. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> At 5.55, the dog's going to take a shit on the floor. Please don't be mad, dad. <laughs> uh, he, won't, he won't say anything. But it's going to be one of those situations where you can't stop it from happening no matter what you do, right? <laughs> you can't so change so you'll future. constantly be following the dog around like, oh, he's going to shit on the floor. And then Anya's going to mm-hmm. like start drowning in the pool or something. And he's going to what was that? And he's going to look back at the, the dog shit on the floor. 
Yeah, but then little did he know that the dog pushed Anya into the pool to begin so with, so that he would be able to floor. share it on the floor. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he foresaw Lloyd waiting for the poop to so he can catch it on the floor. <laughs> so he fucking went further. I hope the dogs are really smart. Well, I'm glad you guys. I'm I'm glad you guys picked up on that. I, not a lot of people understood what that meant, or even understood that. That was something about the dog itself. They just thought, oh, you know, random weird image of just the Forger family. What is this and her way of life? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, I watched so. That's a Raven, so it's, it was so easy <laughs> to connect the dots. That's a Raven. It's the future I can, I can see. see. <laughs> yeah, that's me. What a throwback. Can't wait to make that fucking graphic of Bond <laughs> being That's a Raven. <laughs> I think it lands... Make it lands and with his eye really big, like how Raven sees, and it's the dog seeing the future. <laughs> and the future that he sees is this week's or next week's anime ranking board. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tomodachi oh. game at the top. You're asking, oh, you're no. asking for a lot of work that I don't want to do. The world's peace is at risk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else for Spy Family? This show is too fucking good. I wish I gave it an S, but like I said, I'm keeping my S for the last For the episode. dog. Yeah. Uh, I like the way that Yorick just kept envisioning yeah. insane ways that a dog could find a way to kill Anya. Like a chihuahua with a knife. Yeah, if it's <laughs> a dagger and slits Anya's throat, like why? <laughs> I love how stupid. It's because she's been through stupid. it. Oh, she's just... Too, too common. Yeah. Like, she's so airheaded she's so silly and lloyd just doesn't think anything about it and she's just like oh yeah this one looks really weak and anya's like oh thank god yeah (laughs) (laughs) how are they gonna end up how are they gonna be okay with this big boofer like he's probably really sweet but i'm just really excited for that whole interaction i wonder if he's gonna have flashes of the future where your anya accidentally kill him and he is constantly going to be afraid of them. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, why would they possibly give a dog like that ability? This Future so vision. Weird. Yeah. What What is needed? What is this? Uh, what would you possibly family? get from that? I love it. I'm I'm, I'm glad I can, I can hear the speculations from from you guys. It's very very interesting to see uh, where you guys' mind is going. I mean, I wasn't expecting a kid to just straight up drown this episode. And they were already hinting at like, oh, another way to get a star is to excel in some kind of ex- extracurricular like athletics, art, yep. music. Yeah. Or I guess we could just have on community service. Like, yeah, we can easily I, do that with our spy mission age headquarters and whatnot. And a fucking yeah. kid drowns. And mm-hmm. oh, God, Anya's happy that her power is useful. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the first time she's probably ever felt Ooh. that way that her powers is actually used for good and not for evil so because yeah. that's how she's been taught so well, yeah it's 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 one of those things where it's just like spy family finds unique ways to develop their characters especially anya because she has the most room to grow not to say like lloyd lloyd and your uh are not flawed characters and they don't have a lot of room to grow to grow but they're like they're pretty set in like who they are so the character development would be a lot smaller Anya like yeah she's a she's a girl that has psychic powers but 
you know, the possibilities are endless with her because you don't really, she doesn't even really know who she wants to be or who she, uh, you know, wants to do. So she's slowly understanding what she wants yeah. to be. She wants to be a spy. So, um, but we'll see how that, <laughs> if, if that go changes uh, in the future or not. So. I don't think she even wants to be a spy. I think she just wants to be entertained by do exciting Lloyd, things with her yeah, family, doing insane things. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, we can move on to the final anime that shares the top of the mountain uh, with Spy Family. The first time this anime has ever hit first place uh, out of the the weeks that has been on the top ten. Yo, boy, Kong Ming comes in at also a perfect score of 56 points. A-pluses across the board. Uh, congratulations to your boy for finally getting to that top of the mountain on the final episode of your season. So I'll just open up the floor for everyone here. Uh, anyone want to take a crack at your boy and uh, say your praises uh, for this show? So I'm glad that um, Echo's story finished. Uh, they were able to finish it this season. I was kind of afraid mm. they might drag it out at one point but they wrapped it up really nicely um and uh but more than um Echo being able to get um the what was it hundred thousand likes yeah the mm-hmm. 100k likes to get into summer sonia yeah so aside from that though this is a really really good ending for nanami i don't know if they're gonna keep her in the story at this point because she seems Probably like not. she's yeah she seems like she's got a really good ending here but I really like Nanami's character, and I like the yeah. I like the story they told with her and her um her group. Yeah, for sure. They they definitely would be like if we do get a season two or you know we read the next arc in the manga. They're definitely going to be one of those like oh you're trying to you know get to the top. We're also getting to the top. We'll see you there, and then we'll battle again someday, kind of thing. So they'll yeah. like they'll leave, and then maybe we'll like see on TV. That Nanami mm-hmm. like just signed a big record deal order, like number oh, I one can totally hit see that. Yeah. in Japan for the past like Adelia, ten weeks. New look. Yeah, new exactly. Oh, yeah, they're in the so news, good. and Aiko's like, yeah, and then Kabutai is like, yo, 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 let's go, and then you know they get back on stage <laughs> and you know make that very small uh, minimum wage job <laughs> at the at the club at the managers club. I think the way it's really obvious with from episode one to the whole journey and what you watch, it's a really good homage to um, not just, because I know nothing about the Japan party scene, but you can tell it's a love letter to the the people who, you know, go to the clubs, enjoy music, but not mm-hmm. only that, it's a really great homage to the music industry. Like, oh yeah, for that's sure. why I love the uh, Nanami and Azalea side story. It, it's not really a side story. It's a main like part that they focus on and it's important because that's a real thing that people go through. Yeah. It's something that I followed a lot when I was going through my K-pop days and I know that Japan idols and Korean idols aren't the same, but there are a lot of similar similarities in the cutthroat like, you business. have to sacrifice mm-hmm. it, yeah. uh, the struggles that you go through and ultimately, you know, you go through that career path in all music to mm-hmm. pursue what you love and it's a difficult choice and it's nice to see that we got to see so many different sides to it Eiko like very humble really talented Nanami really really talented but chose a different path we got to see um the rapping scene which was like really fitting the the party people scene but very different 
yeah. and the way that they just wrapped it up at the end. And you know, you got fucking Kong Ming. And, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like a he's just motherfucker. A hook to get you into this yeah music industry scene but they do him really well they don't take it very seriously but then they play it off really well i I can't think of a like a better way to say it because it's very silly but at the same time you're like whoa yeah Yeah, he's great they they don't overuse him they use him correctly you when you pointed out the the love letter punchy i I actually think about it's like you know what that's probably like the main goal for you know, mangaka, because the Western influence on the mm. the party scene, the the club scene, club music, EDM, and stuff like that. That's that's a very big, more of a Western influence than it is in Japan, mm-hmm. where they're still kind of old school a lot. And I and yeah, I know like yeah. music for them, uh, especially in Japan, they're usually like ten years behind everyone else. That's why like their girl. Uh, J-pop bands are never as popular as the you know K-pop bands right. that uh, mm-hmm. they have in Korea or even other countries like China or Taiwan or or any of them because they're just so behind the times and there is a small group out there in Japan that's trying to be current with them mm-hmm. and they don't get enough love and they don't get a lot of attention because Japan's always about you know you know customs and tradition and being like that so. Uh, to call it a love letter, I think that's very fitting uh, for this show and what they were trying to do. Because they're, I think they're trying to show uh, people, yeah. especially in Japan, like this. This is great. This is like moving music. This can change the world, not just for Japan, yeah. but for everywhere. So. First time I felt that was when first time I got a hint of that and confirmed that this is what they were doing. Aside from everything, like the music and like the art and all their things that they're showing, was when Kong Ming titled his what is what his strategy or like phase one is he literally calls it volume one of world peace through music and i was Mm. like i'm gonna fucking cry that's like what are you guys doing you're using this like silly (laughs) he knew his fucker but you know you they got a really good message yeah yeah and they end it with this concludes volume one like there's more to come Mm -hmm. oh it's just so good. Oh my god! And Kong Ming pretty much uh, seeing Aiko as his new his liege, new master, his yeah. new like not you know he doesn't call her queen, he doesn't call her master, but he's his new fully, muse. Yeah, yes, muse or someone to um, to support. Because that's yeah, that's who Kong Ming is. He's he's just a guy that wants to help someone accomplish their goals and dreams and that little flashback he had of like his previous master and he's like i just want to create peace nice for everyone it just kind of like goes back it's like yeah you know kong ming wants to continue that so he's like he's killing two birds with one stone he sees eiko and her dreams and he realizes Mm -hmm. that eiko's talent could bring peace to the world with how he truly believes that her music is yeah he truly believes that so he's like i can you know accomplish her goals and my master's goal that i felt like i couldn't actually accomplish Mm -hmm. for him because i i died too early in my life so uh yeah very 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 good it went a lot deeper than what i thought it was going to be because kong ming being eiko's first fan that's what you need when you're starting off in the music industry or like trying to kick off your career you need fans like us just you need, need one fans. of you. Just one of you out there. <laughs> that's to me. Start believe and follow and no, support. You don't count I, that's Roy. 
Uh, he doesn't count anymore. He left me. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to start crying now. <laughs> uh, and anything else for your boy or any of the other animes uh, that we talked about tonight? Any last remarks, last thought bubbles? Try to get rid of any regrets that you have before we close the book on this week. Someone's thinking very hard. I can see it. Daimon kind of sucked, though. Yeah, so Daimon really sucked this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to remember yes. why did it suck so bad, and then I remembered, oh, it's Matsuoka. He finally started talking this episode. And, uh, <laughs> and wow, to think that Matsuoka was actually, his character was actually a dickbag. I can't believe it. How, how, what how, a did, twist how to, did they do to, that? What a twist to say for the very end of the, the season that Matsuoka's character was a bad dad. <laughs> wow wow cool so anyway <laughs> okay well i guess on that note i mean that's uh, all there is to it all right well at least you got it out of your system um but uh with that uh we are all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast thank you very much for watching or listening uh, to this week's episode uh, please like comment subscribe ring that notification bell share do everything you can to help uh, support the podcast we really appreciate it uh, and other than that I think the only We Power Hour news that I have is that very soon I think after this episode uploads uh, there will be a new project coming from the We Power Hour uh, coming this Friday uh, so keep your eyes peeled wow. we'll We'll also share Whoa, it. podcast. <laughs> it's time to do 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 Can't wait for the podcasters to have that crossover where our two podcasts finally do a joint collaboration. <laughs> Why the fuck? Then that's just the regular Wii Power Hour. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of like a book club, you can do an anima club. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> He said right, yeah. anima, right? Not anime? Yeah, Definitely. anima. He absolutely said okay. anima. I just want to make sure. It's called the Comfy Shorts Podcast so people know what to look for. Say that again? I didn't hear you. Say it louder. It's called the Comfy Shorts Podcast so people know what to look for. Yeah. It's a, it's a new Pokemon podcast that me and Lance uh, wanted to do for a while now and we uh, finally were able to get the logistics down and get everything done. And uh, we're pretty much ready to go every week to discuss Pokemon uh, with with you guys and, and a new community as well so uh, if you love Pokemon please check it out uh, we literally just two hours non-stop of just Pokemon so uh, we would love to chat with you guys there uh, and you know bounce some theories around and, and anything else Pokemon related so hope to see you guys there uh, but other than that any last words guys before we head out for tonight yeah all right good enough for me uh same weave time same we place guys bye bye yeah bye oh fine i can stop talking like that yeah <laughs> i can ride this bowl out of this room i hate all of you so you hate old people Actually, he does. Except if, <laughs> except if they're females, because then they would probably be grandmas. 
Kill oh, no. far. <laughs> you're, you're just like that one guy in Komi-san where you're just like, can I get your uh, panties? Oh your man, I forgot to mention yeah. that you, the most relatable character of all, and you know we have a lot of relatable characters, but the most relatable character of all finally showed up, <laughs> oh and it's almost God. the end of the season. That sucks. Oh my god.